Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another Geek Town podcast. We're on episode 23, I think. Um, and back with me this week is Chris. Um, hello again. Hello. Yes, well, you're you're, uh, you're back this week because Amanda is away in a muddy field. She's um, incredibly jealous, though, and we do miss her. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and Adam will be disappearing because um, he's he's away for a few months because he's he's off up a mountain somewhere. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he'll appreciate that. I thought, I thought that was appropriate. Well, we need something to distinguish, like the various Adams on the show. So this is true. This is true. <laughs> so, so yeah, every every time we we mention uh, Adam, I think you should go. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so so ads off for for um, going to be away for a few months. So we'll we'll be um, it will be Chris and Amanda and maybe somebody else. I don't know. We'll we'll see whether we can rope somebody else in here as well. Um, so yes, we're back for another week. What have you been up to? Um, well, I've been I've got over my uh, attention span of a goldfish, <laughs> and I've uh, I've given sense eight another go it's the netflix sci-fi show um it was very touch and go i got four episodes in and was literally losing the world to live but (laughs) my entire facebook and twitter feed was filled was filled with oh my god it's amazing it's amazing but then episode four it just hits you and it's amazing cool um so if you're watching it if you haven't watched it and you think maybe it's a little bit slow going stick with it okay um and it does get better um, in fact, it gets really, really good. So uh, I think I, th- I think we're about halfway, just over halfway through the season now. So uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, rather enjoying that. So that's good. Um, what else have we been doing? Um, watching No Offense, which I think I mentioned this to you yes. earlier today. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. I think it's the final one today. It is. Um, it is. It's the final one, and it's been renewed for a second season. Ah, fantastic! Because it's absolutely brilliant. Um, I never really watched Shameless and I know it's by the same writers so the same yeah. people behind no, Shameless <laughs> and it, it's just been fantastic I mean literally we've been on the end of our, edge of our seats at, end, at the end of every episode screaming at the TV because they're just about to catch the the, the big series criminal yeah. and then he gets away and then it was a big revelation last week's episode and we were like oh my god <laughs> so it is it's fantastic it's well worth watching that cool. um, what I think that's about it. To be honest, I've just been binge watching Sense Eight. Very quiet week, I'm afraid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've uh, any any gaming. Um, I've got. <laughs> I, I as I mentioned last week, I downloaded the Jaws of I would say Havoc. 
Oh, yes. Something like that yes. for Dragon oh, yeah. Age. The Dragon Age thing. And it's a bit dull, I have uh, to say. Um, having gone from Shadow of Mordor yes. to back to Dragon Age, I mean, I actually love Dragon Age, but having played Shadow of Mordor and going back, I was just a bit bored because Shadow of Mordor is so intense and you're killing all the time. Yeah, it's it's a, a full-on kind of... Um, yeah, you're, you're at it constantly, aren't you, sir? That's it. So um, I've actually gone back to Shadow of Mordor um, <laughs> and playing on some of the expansions for that because it's birthday in July, so I've been told I'm not allowed to buy any computer games until <laughs> after my birthday, just in case I buy something that has already been brought me. So, so yeah, but you've been you've been gaming, haven't you? This yes, week? Yeah, well, I've, I've been on a bit more Elder Scrolls Online, so, so I've been playing that a bit more, um, and I'm quite enjoying that still. Um, <laughs> I've got Batman, uh, new Batman, um, Gotham Knight, or Arkham Knight, sorry. Uh, I've got that downloaded and ready to play, but I haven't actually tried it yet. I'm almost tempted to leave it a week or so to see whether they fix any of the bugs with the PC version. Um, Yeah, because you said it's been quite buggy, hasn't it, the PC version? Yeah, there's been a lot of complaints about... uh, I mean, I haven't tried running it yet, so I don't know how well it will run on my machine, but there's been a lot of people complaining about the fact that it's not running particularly well. Right. Um, So I'm... I'm, Yeah, I'm I'm sort of tempted to just see how it runs, but um, if it's not very good, I may leave it for a week and and go back to it. Uh, What I've also been playing... uh, There's a little programme called Kerbal Space Programme, it's called... Um, and it's it's about these um, little green aliens that um, uh, try and get into space, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's it's full kind of physics. It's basically a sort of space simulator. You can build your own like rockets and stuff. Um, so I've been playing around with that, and it's it's very kind of accurate sort of space sim, uh, mm. essentially. But it's done with these cutesy little kind of green aliens. Um, so I've been playing around with that quite a lot and I managed to get somebody in orbit unfortunately I didn't have enough fuel to get him out of orbit again so I'm <laughs> sat going around the planet right now Oh, uh, poor little guy uh, so so yeah um, there's there's that I've been playing with I need to get send somebody up to try and rescue um, <laughs> so so that's been good fun I it's been out for a while actually in um, in a sort of beta version um, yeah and it's only just um, the last few weeks got got out and got into full sort of uh, 1.0 version. Um, but I mean, it's a lot of the, there's not a huge jump between the the last sort of beta version and the 1.0 version. It was fairly complete as it was. Right. Um, but they're supposed to be. I think they 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 possibly looking at bringing that to consoles as well and stuff so oh, okay um but it's it's good fun it's a really good fun game so, that one, i think so yes so i've been playing with that um finished orange is the new black this week uh so that was really good a bit of a, what did you what did you think um yeah I, as you were saying earlier um when we were chatting earlier there, there's a, a it's a bit of an odd ending because when you said what did you think of the ending i was like how did it end yeah <laughs> you know it, it sort of fizzled off which is a bit weird um you know uh Unlike House of Cards, which I also finished this week, which has a very kind of definite ending to it, and you're like, "Ooh, doesn't expect that coming." So, um, so yeah, that the, they've I've, I've been catching up on Netflix things. There's not been a huge amount on TV, mm. um, and also True Detective, which came back last night, um, yes. which is is very much in the same vein and style of of the previous series. I'm I'm liking it so far. It's um, 
it's kind of interesting it's always been a very kind of different show that um, the the two new leads are Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn um, are playing they're, rather than playing two cops this time there's Colin Farrell who's kind of a um, uh, a, a kind of corrupt cop and yeah. Vince Vaughn's kind of a mob boss essentially right. um, sort of or a, a mob a, a mob sort of guy turns trying to turn respectable businessman um, so yeah that, that's that's quite interesting um, to see how, how that's going to all kind of come together and it is one of those shows that it, you know, doesn't dumb, dumb down at all it's like keep up keep up keep you know you've yeah. got to keep watching it um, and you've you've got to stay on top of it and focus on it to, to take it in you know right um, yeah it's passed me by I've not, I've not watched it to be honest I mean was it Matthew McConaughey or whatever his name yeah, is Matthew, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson the first season See, I can't sound Matthew McConaughey. Okay, well, it's, I mean, it, it, it's my list, but I might, I might give it a go because I know, yeah, I know you've, you've given it high recommendations. Yeah, you, so. it is, it is good, and even, I mean, it might be worth you jumping into the second season because there's no connection between the seasons. Right, okay. So, so it's it's a bit like American Horror. You you can just jump in halfway through, or yeah, or you can jump into a second the second season because it's a completely different story. Brilliant. But same sort of style. So it might be worth doing that if you didn't if you don't like the actors. <laughs> um, so uh, there's that humans as well. Um, yes, yeah. Which um, I've watched the first two episodes of that. That's that's been really quite good. Uh, I mean, I you know obviously I've never seen any of the source material, the original. It was Swedish, I think, of the original. Mm. Um, but uh, they've they've kind of changed it and altered it for for a British market, and but they've done a fantastic job with it. Yeah. And it's um, apparently got 22% market share um, of the audience. Um, it's uh, 8.5 million for consolidated audience. It gained 1.8 million overnight for its ratings. Um, so, and 32% of the 16 to 34 year olds. Um, it's been Channel Form's highest performing drama since Chamomile Lawn in 1992 apparently uh, out- outperformed Indian Summer Shameless The Mill and This Is England 186 uh, so I mean it's it's the, those are a few facts that got put out today but the, I mean they, it's really doing well they really went to town with the um, the advertising for the didn't they I mean they, yeah. I know they did um, I know a couple of PR guys down in London I know they did like a, a a massive press launch and it was it was literally like pe- I think it was like people in packages yes. so they sort of got the inhuman robots like littered around London and you could go and yeah you could buy them but you can go and look at them so mm-hmm. um, but it was yeah it was, I only watched the first one I completely forgot about the second one it's been a mad week but yeah. I absolutely loved it Pro- uh, proper goosebumps because it was a little bit oh, it is, it very, it is very black black mirror black yeah mirror? yeah black mirror yes um, yeah, there's they're, they're kind of creepy. Um, the the sort of androids they've got in there, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, it, it's and it's nice to see Colin Morgan back on screen as well. Who from uh, who was the guy from uh, Merlin? Yes, yeah, uh, you know, and it's it's nice to see him back again. And yeah, they they've cast it really well. The the robot um, characters are. Um, 
yeah, very kind of odd. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah, it's it's a, it's a great example of what it might actually be like if we had that technology. <laughs> yeah, which you never know. Couldn't you know? In the next ten, fifteen years, twenty years, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it'd be that accurate, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah I've been watching that that's been really good it's definitely one worth catching up on um, Dark Matter as well uh, which is a Canadian show on sci-fi mm. um, it's it's by um, uh, the guys that behind Stargate right um, the Stargate TV series is the series, series, series is yeah. I always get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's people, people behind Stargate SG One, Stargate Atlantis, and there's Stargate SGU. So um, it, it's it's the two guys that that behind that, um, and it has a certain feel of of that sort of show behind it. Um, mm. it it's a Canadian drama um, about a um, bunch of um, people who. Uh, wake up in a spaceship with no memory of who they are or how they got there. Um, Hopefully. So yeah, that that's that's the sort of hook that gets you in, and there's a there's a big reveal at the end of the first episode, and then there's another kind of big reveal at the end of the second episode. So it's it's quite good at kind of teasing it and keeping it going and stuff. Um, it, it's like a, a, a who's who of Canadian drama because they've got. <laughs> um, uh, a girl called Melissa O'Neill who was apparently on Canadian Idol um, and I don't know whether she won but she was on there's Canadian, a Canadian Idol apparently yeah. there is yeah. right okay. uh, so there's uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony Lemnick who was in the uh, listener was in Lost Girl uh, Roger R. Cross who was uh, Reggie in The Strain was in Arrow uh, he played Travis in Continuum as well which is another Canadian show um, Zoe Palmer who who played the the female doctor Doctor in Lost Girl. Um, David Hewlett shows up, who is uh, played McKay in uh, Stargate, and um, is a director as well. And Amanda Tapping is director one of the he's directing one of the episodes. So they, they've kind of roped in quite a lot of people from Stargate and Lost Girl mm-hmm. and Continuum and all those Canadian dramas um, to to be around it. But it's it's um, fun. It's got got kind of feel of Stargate about it there's a little feel of things like Firefly about it as well yeah, yeah because it's this group of kind of misfits stuck together on this ship um, it's it's kind of funny in places you know it's got that kind of light hearted feel you know if, if I said it feels like a, a Canadian sci-fi I, I, there is I think people that know Canadian sci-fi will know what I mean by that yeah um, there, there is a certain feel to them um, so yeah so there's the, the, that's been the other thing that I've, I've been watching this week I'm really quite enjoying um, that talking about Sargate have you seen any of the SGUs it's Sargate Universe have you watched any of it yet yes yeah there's the, that, that's been uh, been and gone yes but yeah I know, I know. Yeah, I know it's been a while because it's on it's on Netflix at the moment. What what did you what did you think of it? Because I found it. I, I love Stargate, loved mm-hmm. SG One, loved Stargate Atlantis, but the SGU is very very different. It is it all is. the others. I I quite enjoyed it. I mean, it is it is very different, and I think that's ultimately probably what killed it because people that knew Stargate Atlantis and Stargate SG One didn't go to it because they thought oh it's Stargate and yeah. the people that were fans of Stargate were kind of put off because it was so different to what they loved yeah. so, and 
that you know it, it, it's but unfortunately I mean that's a real shame because it was a really good show I really yeah. enjoyed it I thought it was different and kind of interesting and had a lot going for it it, it was a real shame that that got canned when it did um, but yeah it, it's definitely worth seeking out if it's on Netflix yeah definitely um, so there's there's one other show which we couldn't talk about last week because you hadn't yes. seen it yes uh, so uh Game of Thrones. Game of yes. Thrones, the finale. We should put out a spoiler warning because uh, we are going to be spoiling this quite badly. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. 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 What spoilers? There's my spoiler jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. There is no excuse. There's no excuse now. People whinge about spoilers. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was I, I was very happy with that. I just, just went through. There was somebody happily and somebody helpfully uploaded like a bunch of the spoiler things from Doctor Who into one video, so I nicked it. And, oh, and then nice! The thing over the top. Um, so there you go. Uh, spoilers. You have been warned. There will be spoilers for the Game of Thrones finale coming up. Um, so the big one first. Do we think Jon Snow is dead? No, of course he's not. <laughs> so what what do you reckon? What do you reckon is going to happen? Well, it was to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed with the ending because I, I was a week behind everybody else and everybody going, oh my God, oh my God. So I was kind of expecting something big. And I know that was big, yeah. but it wasn't as... I didn't feel that was as big as the Red Wedding when I like cried and screamed and shouted. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think he's dead. I think the camera lingered on him too long at the end, which is not done really with any of the characters. Yeah. Um, also, you've got Melisandre the Red, which yes. came back. Why? Yes. Why yeah. is she back at the Red Castle? She's. I think in previous episodes, she's. Uh, she can resurrect people through the Fire God. So there's that. But yeah. also, if they kill Jon Snow off, who is there to follow? Uh, at the Black Gate or on the wall now yeah, there's I'm... no there's no big character I mean they've you know they've talked to loads of different characters there are characters there but there's no pivotal big character yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I know they introduce people but yeah, yeah it, it, it's not got long left so it's a bit daft to keep introducing more characters and there's there's not much left so I don't think no, he's well, dead. I, mean, I, th- I think he's you, going to come back to life. What do, you, what do you mean by there's not much left? I mean, there's no books left. There, there no, are no, 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 no. But I mean, yeah. it could go on for years, yeah. Um, well, it, it could, I guess, yeah. Um, but um, the, there's, I mean, there's a couple of possibilities. One is Melisandre um, uh, resurrecting him because we know that the uh, the red um, the red witches can can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a lot of people saying that they thought maybe he jumped out of his body and into the body of ghost because you know they they can you know they they have this ability of wagging and, and possessing other um, animals. Of course. So that that that's another theory that's been doing the rounds. But um, he's only he's only half blood though, isn't he? He's not completely. Well, we don't know because we don't know who the, who his parents are. Yeah, true. We don't actually know who his parents are. So it's, it's that's not impossible um, as a, as a possibility. Although jumping into ghost if his body's knackered, does you know? Yeah, um, you know they, they'd have to do something with his body. Uh, so there's there's that. Um, 
Yeah, but I, I'm with you. I, I think it's unlikely they've killed him. I mean, mm. I know a lot of the producers are saying, oh, no, he's dead, he's dead, but I, I suspect that's not the case. I suspect yeah. he'll come back. Um, so on to the other Starks. Uh, do we think Sansa and Reek slash Theon survived? Yes. Yeah. And how? I mean, look at the size of that wall. Unless yeah, they jumped onto but, a massive snowdrift, maybe. <laughs> well, that's that's what it's going to be, isn't it? I mean, there was all snow underneath it. Yeah. And they jumped pretty easily and pretty quickly. So I think they just jumped into the into the snow. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that'll be fine. We didn't um, actually see what was underneath them. There may have been like a massive hay pile or something that we didn't yeah, know about. This is true. It's true. Um, so so yeah I mean I, I suspect they're probably alive as well so, yeah so. Um, then there's there's Danny and the Dothraki army that appeared out of out of nowhere yes um, uh, so yeah that was because a lot of people are saying why did she drop the ring but I think one of the producers has come back and said that the reason she dropped the ring is is to leave a trail yeah um, of course, yeah of course that was a reason that, that's it you know I don't think it was anything to do with um, with her um, being, you know, it, it being a Dothraki thing or anything, I think it was just to leave a trail. Yeah. Um, but that is, so we'll see whether they know who she is, um, whether they know she was Khaleesi and, and uh, you know, married to Drogon and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But it's distinctly possible that they don't know that. Yeah. So, so you know that maybe uh, maybe she has to go through all the whole Dothraki thing again. Um, I, th- I she think she's, she's a lot stronger now, though, isn't she? Obviously, with the first time she encountered the Doc Dothraki, she was very timid, and you know, yeah. Was, yeah. God knows what happened to her with uh, with the Dothraki. So this time she's a lot more. I think she's a lot stronger as as a character. Um, but my God, if she uh, got the Dothraki as well. Yes. Um, she's pre. She's definitely becoming a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Um, so, so and, yeah, it's going to be good. And of course, you've you know she could get that army. Um, although we don't know what's going to happen back in Marine because effectively left Tyrion in control. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. heaven knows what's going to happen back there. Because I mean, I, I suspect he he won't want to rock the boat too much. But no. um, you know, because he's had that sort of dumped on him, but. Um, you know, Tyrion's basically now ruling um, Marine in her absence, um, not not of his own volition and choice, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, you know, he has got some help there though. So yeah, um, the the bald guy and I can't remember the character's name, but I I do love those two back together. Yes, they're fantastic. Yes. Those two together. Um. Then there's Arya. Arya getting yes. blinded as as the punishment for killing um, Trance, Trance, and also taking the face um, without asking from or without being given permission for, from the House of Black and White. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't know whether that's permanent or, or whether whether her sight will come back or, or what will happen with that. Um, uh, yeah, that seems a bit harsh. It was. I mean, that's probably been uh, Arya's backstory has sort of been one of my favourite storylines yeah. in, in that season. Um, she uh, she's been fa- fantastic, absolutely brilliant. The character, the actor as well, by actress as well. Um, I, just, I just love that storyline yeah. so much because um, there's been a lot more mysticism in it 
that, that second half of the season. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of gone from just sword fighting to a lot more dragons, demons, spirits, yeah. gods. You know, it's yeah, yeah. yeah there's so. a lot more of that. Um, so we've got that going on with Aria. So um, you know, it's not gone very well for the Starks. I mean, not that it ever goes very well for the Starks, but it really yeah. hasn't this season. Um, You've got, uh, yeah, okay. You've got Jamie um, coming back, sort of having confessed uh, that that he was uh, Marcella's um, father, yeah. Know, which she said I already knew. She promptly then appears to drop dead. Um, yeah. But but you, you do think at that point they're not exactly that far away. You would have thought Jamie would immediately have turned the boat round and come Turn back. round. Yeah. So uh, whether that will happen or not, I don't know. But um, you know whether they just didn't show it. But they weren't exactly a million miles away. But if they've killed yeah. me, you kind of assume that he's going to turn around and come back. And and there is also the thought of of um, wasn't Bron poisoned by the same thing? As well. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering whether maybe maybe there's something with Bron can save her somehow. You know, if she's not that dead yet, if we've just seen her pass out, maybe maybe she can be saved. But I I rather suspect they might have just killed her off. Um, yeah. So um, so there's that, and then um, you've got Brienne as well. Uh, it, it, whether not not only did she leave her post just at the wrong moment, so you yeah. can see the candle go off. <laughs> she's like, you're just there going no. Turn round, please. Turn just turn round. One of you, look for God's sake. Um, and and then then she does get the chance to kill Stannis, but yeah. we don't actually see her do it. We see her swing the sword, but we don't know whether she has actually killed him. And it's it's rare of Game of Thrones to to shy away from somebody getting their head lopped off. So was there a reason that they did that? Yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of. There's a lot of unanswered, always a game of thrones, a lot of unanswered questions with that. There's a lot of scenes that they just cut away from or didn't explain. A lot of cliffhangers. Yeah. Um, Some big ones and then some smaller ones as well. Um, Stannis is just, he's just boring. He's boring as a character. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I'd be quite happy for them to have killed him off, to be honest. Exactly. And I think because Melisandre's already left... Yeah, and she's given up on him. He's got no army. So it would make... I mean, I don't know why they chose to cut away unless they are going to do something else with him. But Mm. it, it... it doesn't. I mean, his story seems to have been done at this point. Yeah. So I don't really. I can't really see why they keep him around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and and hopefully Brienne Brian gets to go and save Sansa now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> goes and kind of finds her and Theon and and manages to kind of pull that together. That would be quite good. Um. And then, of course, there's Cersei's walk of shame. Yes. Um, which, which apparently wasn't Cersei's uh, body, wasn't Lena Healy's body, it was body, yeah. somebody else's. But, uh, you know, which is an impressive bit of CG work. And, and hats off to the girl that actually walked through three hundred oh, extras. Yeah. You know, I mean, God's sake. But, um, yeah, that, that was a scene and a half. That was, that was like, you, you did get this... Slight, I mean, she's an awful character, but you do get this slight fr- twinge of feeling a little bit sorry for it. No, I, I know, and Man, Amanda will agree with me. Uh, well, no, I agree with Amanda rather. I, uh, we both love Cersei. She's an <laughs> absolute 
bitch, excuse the language. <laughs> she's pure evil, but she's amazing. Just oh, she's just like super bitch, but yeah. she's she's the way she she just effortless. She's just amazing. And I did when she walked through the streets. I felt so sorry for her. Uh, and I know she's done some horrific things. Yes, she has. But. Um, she, she's just amazing but it's going to be interesting to see what happens now I think we were on about this the other week as well um, whether she's going to you know have you been did, you did want the doors to open just to walk in and go kill them <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes yeah exactly but this is it what's going to happen is she is she going to be all reformed uh, she's going to be good Cersei now which I doubt no. or is she going to literally <laughs> going to be burn the entire citadel down and I, kill them all I, I, which I is mean, hopefully what they'll do in, in, it's it's I, I would have liked to have seen some reaction from her son at that point as well. I mean, you know, I know, I know he's he's not Joffrey, and he's he's a much you know he's he's a much softer or weaker character. But there's there's weak and being utterly useless. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's got his wife locked up, and he won't do anything about it. His mother's forced to walk through the streets semi naked, and he does nothing. Well, entirely naked, and does yeah. nothing. You know, I just. <sighs> Really, uh, uh, you, you sort of like you just want a king that will actually do something, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's, yeah, I mean, I, that, it'd be interesting to see where they go with those those characters next season. Because is she going to resent her son for having done nothing? Um, yeah. Is she going to resent? And you know, is, uh, what will be the fallout from? Um, everybody else will they just turn the armies on the religious um, zealots and kill them all or or will something else happen you know so that will be an interesting one to watch um, mm. and also <laughs> nice to see the mountain ish zombie mountain back as yeah. well <laughs> at the end you're like okay that's that's a bit creepy <laughs> yeah um, so yes uh, mm. uh, the only people of course that haven't turned up Bran and Hodor no one <laughs> yeah no, Bran and Hodor at all. There was a kid called Bran. They were talking about this on the show afterwards. They got Jonathan Ross on uh, Throwcast, and Jonathan Ross is going. I'm sure there was a kid called Bran in this show somewhere. Yeah, that's it. He wasn't. I mean, like he was at the end of the previous season. Yeah, um, and then with, nothing. Yeah, that's it. And he's he's like, off in a forest playing with forest children. That appears to be it. And you know, he's still there, and we've heard nothing and seen nothing, and that's yeah. it. You know, I, I expected them to do a little callback and him popping up in the in the last episode maybe but nothing so yes I, I suspect he may be back next season it's mm. I mean I don't know what you thought over all of this season but I, it felt there was some good moments in it but it, it it almost felt like a little bit kind of filler to get to the next season <laughs> yeah it did I mean I um, halfway through the season I sort of switched off got really bored and I actually turned an episode off um, and then and I binge watched it one night and got it and got back into got through a couple of episodes, but yeah. it was really some of it was I thought it was a bit dull in all honest, all mm. honesty. And then the last couple of episodes really picked up. The last episode especially, yeah. was a bit like why couldn't you just spaced all this out? All these cliffhangers, space them out over a couple of episodes. Yeah, I mean, you know, all that stuff that we've just read through was out of the last episode. Yeah, you know, and and then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You had the, the episode previous to that, which saw Danny get on the back of a dragon for the first time. Yeah. Um, I do hope dragons, okay. <laughs> he will be, I'm sure he will. Um, so... You know, we'll, we'll, but that was all in the last two episodes. The stuff running up to that has been almost manoeuvring characters into the places where they need to be. Yeah. Um, so it, moving forward, uh, they've now got the issue that the show is going to be ahead of the books from yeah. now on. Um, unless, although, I mean, the, not necessarily entirely true because he is writing at the moment and he is a fair way through, supposedly, the, the, the next book. So he could possibly have given them, you know, here's how far I've got and this yeah. is what's going to happen and then they fill in around it. So at least they're, they're going in the same direction. But certainly, yeah. if not next year, the year after, they are completely ahead of, of the books. Um, and I mean George R. R. Martin is still going to be guiding it, but you know um, that that's uh, yeah. The, the, you won't have book people. I, what amazes me is Jon Snow dies in the books, and everybody kept it quiet. You know, I mean, you you know, with, with if this had been a film or something that had been out like you know however many years before the you know, the TV show came out, you wouldn't have had people keeping that quiet but the book people are really sneaky <laughs> but was it so, so he's dead in the books then is he yes yes he's the, the last book that came out Jon Snow well it stops basically the same place the last book has Jon Snow being killed at the end of right. that book that's not to say that in the next book he might not bring him back yeah. but um, it, See, it ends I, at the same point I don't think people read them <laughs> I think I think it's one of those. I mean, it's a bit different to Harry Potter. They are absolutely massive books. Um, and actually, I picked the first one up. And I'm not going to do a, oh, I read the book first or anything like that. I actually picked <coughs> the first book up before the TV season and I put it down because I found it really boring. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was a bit... I, I, all these people who said they've read the book, I bet they haven't read the book <laughs> because they're massive. And yeah. I bet they've, they've, they've brought them and they sit in their bookshelf gathering dust <laughs> and just report on what they, because the, 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 I mean, there's the scenes that are, I mean, I, again, not read further onto the books, but isn't there a scene where, um, Lady Stark comes back and she's a bloody zombie or, or a ghost or something like that? Oh, well, I d- might very well be. I, I've kind of, th- that's the thing though. That's what I mean. If you, if you manage to, you know, you can, you can avoid, all the book spoilers by, yeah. as long as you stay away from the, the websites that that talk about um, Game of Thrones the book side of things yeah it doesn't it hasn't leaped out you know that, that's like you know, you've not had sites reporting oh, well this is what happens in the books as much yeah you know, you've really got to go looking for that stuff so, but it's not really it's not really a spoiler though is it because it's not like some secret thing there they've had rumours off the back of a, of a set it's no. the book's been out for a couple of years well, so that, that's <laughs> what I mean. you'd expect people to go oh yeah Jon Snow died at the end of that and yeah. you know this happened or you know Ned Stark was killed at the, you, you'd expect you'd expect that stuff to have kind of leaped you know yeah. leaked across more than it had um 
uh, and it wasn't until sort of afterwards when they were talking about it and and go oh yeah well you know of course that happened you know Jon Snow was killed in the books as well or was stabbed in the books as well so so yeah, I, they they really do manage to keep that sort of stuff fairly quiet. You know, unless yeah. you go looking for it properly online, you you know, um, and and they the the book people are now or the people that have read the books are, are now no further ahead than anybody else. Mm. You know, so so yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to next season. You know, yeah. it was good stuff. It's always a great show. Yeah. I mean, even if even a little slow version of of season of Game of Thrones is better than a lot of decent TV. So yeah, you know, um, I you know I'm 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 just sorry we have to wait another year for it. I know, <laughs> but this is it. I mean, like TV's crap now. I mean, there's no there's no Agents no, of it, Shield. There's no Arrow. There's no Flash. There's the no Game of Thrones. It's it's going to be like I know, but what do I do for the rest of the year? You watch, That's what I'm going to watch. You watch Netflix and wait until September. That's what you do. September, October. I might, to, I might have to talk to Adam. I think whether he'll be pleased about that. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll be. Uh, it'll be back. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of shows. I mean, the, the Game of Thrones will be back next April. Um, uh, but there are there are other shows out there if you go looking for them like say you've got humans you've got things like Dark Matter True True Detective yeah. and there's loads of stuff on Netflix and there's there's you, or you've only got to survive a few months until September October and then all the um, American Fall stuff starts to appear so yeah true, true. so um, speaking of of TV should we move on to a bit more um, TV news yeah let's get on to it. <laughs> So the first bit of uh, TV news um, literally appeared as I was uploading last week's podcast to the website. <laughs> um, this 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 news broke, uh, and that was Chris Evans being announced as the new host of Top Gear. Yes. Um, so signed. I mean, a lot of this has been around, so you probably know a lot. Of this he signed a three-year deal. Um, he's he's been given the blessing of the uh, three original or you know, previous presenters. Um, and he said on the radio that basically he ruled one of the reasons he'd ruled himself out was because he didn't want to be used as a pawn in some discussion so he he was saying I have no interest in it until he knew absolutely that the other three weren't coming back yeah um, because you know he's a huge fan of the show and wanted the other three to come back <laughs> um, you know so so he uh, he kept away from it. He's actually very good friends with James May, and we was actually on holiday with him before he got offered the gig, and, right. and was talking to them about well whether they're doing it, whether James, you know, whether James would go back and that sort of thing. Um, so it was uh, Wednesday, tenth of June, when he got the uh, got the call. Um, he's described the new the, the what they're looking at doing with the new show as being sort of evolution, not revolution. So. Um, an evolution of of what people know as Top Gear now. Yeah, um, they've they've got this open competition running for for hosts. Um, so if you're interested in cars, or, or you know, you've got to be a car fanatic. Um, that you know, it's sending a tape, and and they will consider you. But they are looking for names, looking at names as well. Um, so they've said that they would like a female co-host uh, not just because she's a female but you know they would like that in the mix if possible yeah um Susie Perry who was on the TFI special uh is one possibility um she's the um I think she covers F1 for the BBC at the moment um and Jodie Kidd 
is the other name that always pops <laughs> up as well because she's a huge car nut. Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of male presenters, uh, I think Phil Glenister's name's still being kicked around. Um, Guy Martin as well, who's the TT um, driver or rider, uh, is the other name that's that sort of seems to be banded around quite a lot in the frame. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of. <sighs> it's one of those things that I was like really Chris Evans I mean I, I've said before I, I hate his breakfast show but I think the reason I hate his breakfast show is because he's too chirpy in the morning and nobody <laughs> should be that chirpy first thing in the morning um, I actually when I watched him on TFI because I watched the TFI special I actually could rather enjoyed that mm-hmm. um and that, that's the other news that's come out today, actually. There is a... a um, they're, they're bringing TFI Friday back for eight episodes in the autumn. Or right. They've said later this year, so it'll be autumn-ish. You, know, you knew that was coming, though. I mean, yeah. like, that it was, it was just testing the water, wasn't it, more than anything? Yeah, and I, I think now they prove that they can kind of do it and they've got the setup for it. I You know, I, I but it's it's coming back for a little eight episode run later in the year. Um It'd be interesting to see what guests they get onto that because, I mean, like, Britpop, well, well yeah. uh, TFI Friday was Britpop, wasn't it? It yes. was those sort of stars and celebrities. And there are, unfortunately, there aren't many of them around anymore. I read an article the day that they don't produce Britpop stars anymore. No. Uh, and if you're looking at local uh, TV stars, it's bloody like Essex and whatever. And I can't imagine no, Chris Evans no, no. and the team getting but, them on. So. But, I mean, he's such a big name these days that um and he's only going to get bigger with doing top gear uh i think evans has got you know a lot of pull with people yeah in terms of getting getting you know because you'll get movie stars on and you'll get you know it'll be that sort of thing and in terms of the bands it'll be you know whoever's current i imagine yeah which i don't know because i'm 40 uh whoever you kids listen to these days um yeah so uh, that's that's coming back as well but yeah in in terms of um in terms of top gear really you you look at what the bbc had gone looking for i can't think of anybody else that could have actually fitted that role because they they said well we wanted somebody that could present and we wanted somebody that could be the exec producer as well and we need somebody that's nuts about cars and really there's only one name that comes up when you look at all that and it's Chris Evans yeah so although he's kind of the obvious choice he's really was sort of the only choice if they you know if they wanted to have somebody that was that in control of the show it it really had to be him you know Mm. because much as I'd like to see somebody like Phil Glenister on that show he's not a producer he's an actor yeah Um, Evans is the only one that's got that the whole thing that they really needed to try and to, to be able to hold the show together and he's experienced at live you know shows so yeah true um james may is back on tv screens fairly soon because he's doing a show called building cars live which is a uh two 90 minute um things where they uh uh it's with kate humble and ant anstead uh and they explore the science behind car production from BMW's mini plant in Oxford and it's two 90 minute episodes of, of building cars live apparently right. <laughs> uh, that's airing in the autumn um, so uh, you know I, that's very James May <laughs> it's, it's to do with cars and it's kind of nerdy so yeah. <laughs> that's, that's sort of that's Rifle Street 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Where what are you? Uh, did you watch much? I don't know whether you watched much of the original Top Gear. The, the... I don't. To be honest, I mean, I I know nothing about cars. <laughs> and I mean, like I got I got freaked out. I mean, you have you driven like the pool car that uh, where we work? Yeah. Uh, we've got a mini Countryman, and the first time I got in that. I spent 15 minutes sat in the driver's seat trying to figure out how to start the car <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't it wasn't a key it was a fob and it only was at the fob once I figured out where to put it in you then have to press the start button yes. like you already on the computer and hold uh, the accelerator not the accelerator the clutch down yes. yeah. so I'm useless yeah. with cars yes. um, I have watched Top Gear on and off I, I like the specials but it wasn't about the cars it was just the relationship yeah, those three yeah, had it's the three of them messing around is is, is what, what works and that's the difficulty that's I don't I don't think I'll watch the new season yeah yeah um, I don't think I'll watch the new season in all honesty uh, just because it's not my thing no, you know, not not nothing to do with Chris Evans or anything like that. It's just I don't really like cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I will watch and see how it goes. Um, but uh, it's interesting that, that they brought him back for for TFI at the same time of doing Top yeah. Gear. I do wonder how how the BBC felt about that. But um, what? I wonder how he's going to do that and his radio show as well because he's well, getting quite busy now isn't he y- yeah yeah and we all know what happened last time that happened yeah <laughs> um, but uh, yes hopefully he'll be able to deal with it yeah um, so another brand new piece of news today um, Tom Holland has been announced as the new Spider-Man as we were talking mm. about last week uh, he, yeah. was, he was Sony's uh, top choice we were, we were led to believe um, so he's he's English again um, he's 19 years old. Uh, he's he was seen in Wolf Hall. He did a movie called The Impossible. Uh, he's also was one of the first people to play Billy Elliot in the West End musical version. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean he's you know he's kind of a dancer. Uh, he's also very into parkour as well, apparently. Uh, so he's quite appropriate. Uh, yeah. As somebody somebody said on Reddit, Peter Parkle. Um, <laughs> sorry. Oh my god, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so yes, the, he's uh, he's been the choice of uh, uh, as the uh, the new Spider Man. Um, they've also announced the director who will direct the Sony picture because the first time we'll see Spider Man is in Civil War, um, so he'll show up in that first. Then he's got his own movie coming out, which is produced by Sony as part of this deal. Um, the director for that is a guy called John Watts and if you don't recognise that name it's because he's basically made two movies and one of them hasn't come out yet <laughs> right okay um, he, he's made a movie called Cop Car which has been doing the rounds at Sundance and has got kind of um, quite a good uh, rep for that that's a Kevin Bacon movie yeah um, he made a horror movie called Clown uh, which wasn't I don't think he was even released in the US but it, it wasn't very well seen um, and was from what I've seen is a fairly standard horror movie uh, he also directed the Onion News Network TV show um, <laughs> it was very random um, yeah. a very very random pick um, but you, you have to sort of trust that they probably know what they're doing But and, and they obviously see something, something in him but 
Um, yeah, left of field choice. Uh, he'll be directing the Sony picture, which comes out on the 28th of July, um, 2017. So you've got a few years to wait. He's got a, got a bit of time to brush up on his directing before, uh, before that starts anyway. So, um, are there any rumours of script, storyline, villains, or anything no, like that? Not, or? not for that yet, no. All, all they've done is found the Spider-Man. The reason that we're getting the announcements of Spider-Man before we know anything about the film um, is because of the fact that the, the that Spider-Man Civil is War. in Civil War and yeah. they're already shooting Civil War, so they had to pick somebody this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, that's... Um, uh, the, at least they've got him for that. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how he, how he plays... I imagine he's he's in a Spider-Man suit, fairly sharpish if they're uh, already filming. But um, but you know, as I say, uh, dancer into parkour is he's quite good at kind of running, jumping, that sort of thing. Yeah. So he's probably quite a good pick. Um, Did I see other Marvel news today? It may, this may be old news, but I only saw it today that Hugh Jackman has been confirmed for X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, oh no! I, I, that may be true. I I uh, I haven't seen that. Um, I think I saw it earlier on. I think because I thought he said he wouldn't do it, and then I think something came out today saying he's been confirmed for it. Yeah, well, um, I I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a report on IGN saying that he will feature in uh, 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 X Men Apocalypse. Will reportedly feature Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. So. Apparently, uh, Ian McKellen probably won't be in it though. But that's no great surprise because they're probably using the younger cast anyway. Yeah, so they're going to have to like make Wolverine a lot younger. Well, yeah, but Wolverine doesn't really age, does he? So. Yeah, but I mean, Hugh Jackman ages. <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure that's true. <laughs> well, this, I guess, I guess, because I mean, he's he he just looked really good for his age. But have you seen uh, Keanu you Reeves? Could... I don't know what Hugh Jackman and Keanu Reeves use, but um, yeah, uh, you know, the, the the pair of them don't appear to have aged for the past ten years. This, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm just I'm quite intrigued to see what timeline and what story if they follow any of the comic books they're going to take with Apocalypse because yeah. because days of future past obviously Wolverine sort of wasn't in it they hadn't met him had they yet because he was obviously he's the one from the future uh, so yes yeah that's true and but uh, uh, but in oh hang on uh, yes yes that's right because the the one that shows up is the one from the future. So, so technically, yes, they he's they've not yet. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be interesting how they do it. Yes, and, how they get but, the full back together. I, I just hope. Yeah, I, I'm quite excited about because you know I absolutely love X Men. Yeah. And it and it could introduce a whole raft of because um, you've got Angel because Angel plays Archangel plays one of the he's one of the Horsemen. So if they introduce the Horsemen as well, that opens up a lot for of, of things as well. Right. But okay. then. The, the Gambit films due out in a couple of years as well, isn't it? So yes, yeah. There's a Gambit film back. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wish they'd let them use, like Marvel use them. Um, you know, I I would like. I just want Wolverine in the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd, he'd 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 kick ass in the Avengers. Yes, um, that would be good. Which would be good. Um, but I I don't but, think I don't think Fox are going to let it happen. Unfortunately, no. Um, but then you don't know I mean like if they see if if depending on how well Spider-Man does from I know Sony yeah well that's true and and Fox may go actually we want a piece of that 
action because they can concentrate on their X-Men films whilst you know getting a piece of, of Wolverine and X-Men into the Marvel Universe so it, Spider-Man could be really good it could open up a lot of doors so fingers crossed yes yeah yeah um, here's hoping because I, I just I would love to see Wolverine in the Avengers Wolverine <laughs> and Spider-Man in the Avengers will be fantastic mm. Um, so, and the next story we've got is uh, NBC have cancelled Hannibal after three seasons. Um, yes, which is a is a shame, um, but not hugely unexpected because its ratings have been fairly terrible. It's amazing it's actually stayed on for three seasons. To mm. be honest, because I mean it it it, um, it being predicted after the first season it was going to cancel, be cancelled and then it was renewed and then it was renewed again critically it's done very very well um, you know the critics absolutely love it unfortunately it's just not got the audience yeah I was saying to you earlier that the um, uh, it, it sort of makes sense you know if they've got that sort of low rated show for this kind of why they passed on on reviving Constantine yeah if they know that their the NBC audience isn't going for those dark dramas no matter how much people like them yeah you can sort of see why they didn't pick that back up yeah um, so yeah it'll end after these they're, they're going to wear all 13 episodes in the third season in the US and obviously we'll get it here because it's already running here but uh, um, that, that's that'll be it uh, the, the fans of launch day save Hannibal campaign obviously on Twitter um, <laughs> It may go to somewhere else because, as I say, critically it was um, it, it it got huge respect. I mean, it, it would be great on something like Netflix, but um, yeah, we always say everything's great on Netflix. <laughs> this is true. Um, uh, so it may be that one of the streaming services want to pick it up, but uh, you know, because it, it did have uh, a lot of critical praise. Um, you know, and people would probably seek it out on on something like that. It's just cut, doesn't work for NBC. Yeah. So, um, Brian Brian Fuller, who is uh, yeah, I mean Brian Fuller's back catalogue actually. He's the guy behind Hannib- the, this version of Hannibal. Um, so his back catalogue's Dead Like Me, Wonderfuls, Pushing Daisies. I mean, you re- you couldn't have two more different shows than Pushing Daisies <laughs> and Hannibal, really. Um, so, so that, those are the shows he's been working on. Uh, he's actually got a new gig already. I mean, he he was always planning to carry on working on Hannibal if it got picked up again, but he has got yeah. another gig as well, which is um, working on an adaptation of Neil Gaiman's American Gods for Stars. Um, right. Uh, I don't know. Really, do you know that? I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, the the synopsis which I I got off Wikipedia, which is uh, series will f- the series will focus on uh, the mysterious shadow, a man who was released from prison a few days earlier after serving a three year sentence for bank robbery when his beloved wife Laura is killed in the car accident. Um, flying home from the funeral, uh, Shadow is seated next to a man who introduced himself as Mr. Wednesday. This man has known more about Shadow's life, both past and present, than is possible. Shadow comes to learn that Wednesday is in fact the god Odin of North mythology and that all the gods that mankind ever believed in are alive in human form and live amongst regular people. Shadow is thrust into a gathering conflict between the old gods and the so-called new gods, the gods of money and technology, believe there is no room on Earth for the old gods. So, yeah, kind of interesting, off-the-wall, quirky, um, 
very Brian Fuller, really. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It could that could be really, really good as a TV program. Really, really good. Yeah, and it's on Stars, um, so that means there's very little restriction on what they can and can't do um, because it's a cable channel. <laughs> Bear in mind, Stars were the people that brought you Spartacus, so <laughs> so so pretty much anything goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. I like I like the sort of whole god thing that sounds kind of interesting i don't know the books at all but or the book at all but uh but yeah i'm i'm sure that'll get picked up over here <laughs> and i love brian fuller stuff it's yeah even, even if it's utterly ridiculous and totally off the wall i thought pushing daisies was just magnificent. <laughs> it's completely ludicrous but absolutely magnificent um and i i do really like hannibal as well it's a bit slow this season but, yeah but yeah uh so yeah that's the news for this week uh we've got no interview this week uh and no questions so we're gonna go straight on to some air dates couple of air date updates um yonderland season two uh which is the the show with on sky one with the puppets um which i adored the first season of that and we interviewed the cast a couple of times for that um so uh, you can get the interviews on some earlier podcasts uh, but that's coming the 13th of July so it's um, next month that's here uh, Last Ship I think we knew was coming July but didn't have an exact, exact date for that's the 5th of July at 8pm um, so that's coming back that's a really good show as well um, Suits um, which is a great show that's coming to uh, day for season 5 but that's coming 10th of August at 10pm so they've moved that like hugely forward because it used to be January um, so they've shifted that round a lot uh, also Alibi our running Rizzoli and Isles um, season 6 that's on the 27th of August at 9pm uh, so and I think they've only just finished running the previous season because they didn't bring it back until May they split it in half and then brought half of it back in May bizarrely <laughs> um, so there's this huge gap and there's there's a, a show called The Pinkertons which is coming to the drama channel that's on 30th of August at 8pm that's Angus McFadden stars at the founder of the American Private Security and Detective Agency uh, which was the one point was the largest organisation as such in the world and is still in existence today is it really? I didn't realise <laughs> there you go um, oh yeah and uh, there was a, a quick update uh, Sons of Anarchy um, if you've not got Netflix and, and uh, Sky and that sort of stuff but you can get the Spike channel uh, season 6 of Sons of Anarchy is coming to Spike on the 26th of June at 9pm uh, it starts with a double bill so uh, if you're waiting for that I think that's the first time it'll have been aired on um, an actual network so uh, if you're waiting for that and haven't gone and seen it somewhere else, then you, that's coming back. Um, you quite like you quite like Sons of Anarchy, Anarchy don't you? Yeah, it's, Sons of Anarchy is a fabulous show. I've still not seen seen it. It took me a very very long time to get into it. It's, I, I think they're all on Netflix, or certainly by the end of the month they're going to all be on Netflix. Yeah, um, all seven seasons. Um, uh, and it's one of those shows that it it kept on coming up in my Netflix list as being you should watch this you should watch this you know, you recommended <laughs> this we're recommending this and you know it's a show about a California biker gang and you kind of think really um, but I just utterly hooked from the first episode it's absolutely brilliant the, the acting's superb it's so well put together the story's just 
you know the the characters are brilliantly formed so two-faced so backstabbing in a lot of places it's such a good show well well worth watching give it a go then um no offence as we mentioned back for a second season on channel 4 as well yay uh, uh, that's, that'll be next year sometime um, so just a few quick updates for next week on TV uh, Chicago Fire which everybody has been or a lot of people have been waiting for is back tonight at 9pm um, so if you're listening to this you probably missed it but I'm sure it'll be on the catch up um, you've got uh, 25th of June Defiance season 3 Defiance comes back for its third season that's on sci-fi at 9pm um, that I is a show I need to go back and catch up on because everybody says oh it's really good and I completely missed it so uh, <laughs> uh, yeah I watched like half the first episode and then kind of just have never got back to it but it's on it's on Netflix I think that so uh, worth going back to um, Corden uh, which is the Belgian drama thing that they're remaking in America um, which you, <laughs> you threw a stuff about last week um <laughs> That's that's coming for for season one on BBC Four uh, on the twenty seventh of June at nine pm. Uh, it's about a deadly virus virus that closes off the middle of Antwerp. Uh, it's in Flemish, so that's yes, Flemish is Bel- Belgian, isn't it? I think. Oh yeah, you're asking me. I got a clue. I'm sure Flemish is Belgian. Um, Odyssey, which is a uh, acquisition for the BBC, that's coming to BBC Two. Uh, conspiracy theory centres around uh, terrorism and the American government. Uh, that's on the twenty eighth of June at nine fifteen. Uh, Royal Pain season six. Um, that's coming on the twenty eighth of June to the Universal Channel eight pm. Uh, the Top Gear series finale. Um, so the last one with uh, the three current hosts or ex-current hosts. Um, that's 28th of June at 8 p.m. That's coming, uh, and that's going to be. I think it's a 90 or 75 minute special or something. Um, then we've got Under the Dome returns on the 29th of June. That's at 10 p.m. That's the third season. That's well worth watching. Uh, Sons of Anarchy, as we mentioned, season seven, um, which is the last season, that will land on Netflix on the 30th of June. So you can watch all the all the seasons on Netflix if you've got it. Uh, and Falling Skies, um, the final season, season five, comes back on the 30th of June to Fox, and that's at 9 p.m. And I'm really looking forward to that coming back. That's awesome that show uh, <laughs> just sorry it's the final season um, and that's everything for this week so uh, if you want to get in touch you can visit the website throughout the week and see all the latest air dates if you want to actually ask us questions or send us things you can send those to podcast at geektown.co.uk you can leave us a message on the website post when that goes up you can tweet us at geektown or find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash geektown and as ever if you're on um, uh, iTunes don't forget to go on and rate us and leave us a um, like nice little review because that get, helps us get found in the search uh, that's your lot we will see you next week bye 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.